Hello and welcome to another MLB edition of the DFS Today podcast. Thank you so much for joining us here today. My name is Joe Orico, and you guys may know me as the host of Fantasy MLB Today over on Sports Ethos. Now with the basketball season coming to an end, I'm going to be hosting some shows over here as well as we will talk about the DFS slate for tonight. We're going to be looking specifically on the Yahoo platform. We had a pretty good day yesterday led by Walker Bueller in our rotation. So we're going to be trying to hit green once again tonight. A lot of good pitching matchups um, today. A lot of good pitching options. Starting at the top with Carlos Rodon as the most expensive one here at $53. He's someone who should be targeted in pretty much every single format you can possibly find tonight. He has a great matchup here against Oakland. And he has looked so far to be arguably the best pitcher in all of baseball. So a great home matchup here against Oakland. I really like him for the $53 price. As we move down a little bit, Sandy Alcantara at 49 is also very appealing against Washington. Luis Severino at $43 against Baltimore. And Tony Gonsolin, 41 against Arizona. All very appealing options. As you go down the slate, if you want to go into really discounted territory, then you have Dalton Jeffries at 29 against San Francisco and Chris Paddock for 23 against Detroit. One other name I didn't mention is Josiah Gray, who is priced as though he is one of the cheaper options here, when in reality he has a lot of upside and can give you that 25-30 fantasy point night based on his strikeouts. So Gray is someone that I'm really interested in here, specifically with a price only $36. I think combining Rodon and Gray is a nice way to go about it. Uh, you go with a higher price guy and a lower price guy, so it kind of evens out. It doesn't take too much out of your budget for yesterday. I know yesterday we talked about Max Scherzer and his $60 price tag being kind of hard to maneuver around. Scherzer was great yesterday and it did end up paying off for you, but it is kind of hard to build a proper lineup when you're spending, say, half your money on your pitchers then you're only leaving $100 for the other positions. So I like to have a little bit of a value play mixed in there with a higher end play. And I like Gray for the reasons I already stated, that really high strikeout potential. So I like Gray here at home against Miami. Uh, if we're moving on to the catcher position, I like Yasmani Grandal here. I like the matchup against Lynch tonight. He's someone who has definitely struggled in the early going, but that we can play that to our advantage because his price is only $11 on the slate when typically he is more of a $19, $18 guy. So with the nice matchup and the cheap price, I like Grandal here for $11. Yuli Gurriel I have slotted in at first base, and he has been on a hot streak recently. Three of his last four games have been multi-hit efforts, and he actually stole a base yesterday, very surprisingly. Wouldn't expect many repeat performances there. But he's someone who has definitely come alive these last few games after a very slow start to the season. So we want to ride that hot streak while we can. It's also a nice righty-lefty matchup against Taylor Hearn. So I expect them to exploit that with Gurriel here. I really like him for $14. Second base is a little trickier here. I have Trevor Story slotted in for $13 on my preferred lineup. He's someone who has, again, struggled a little bit, but he's also started to come alive a little bit in recent games. He has hits in four consecutive. Uh, he scored runs in three out of those four games. And despite it being a tough matchup in Toronto against Kevin Gosman, I do like him here, especially with this $13 price. Uh, very, very cheap, typically more of a $17, $18 player. So you do get him at a discount here tonight based on some early struggles here from Story. If we keep moving on, I have Bobby Witt here at third. And again, it comes down to a lot of matchup stuff as well as recent trends. So he has hits in four consecutive games, which I really like. And he's going up against Dallas Keuchel, who has been beaten around this year, specifically in his last start against the Guardians. 
So he is coming off of a really tough one here. I like Bobby Witt. He is due to really break out in the major league level. He's also started to steal bases. Uh, only two so far, but he did steal one the other night. It's nice as he gains more confidence. I'm sure there'll be more steals, uh, more powerful swings. And we can expect to start seeing some home runs from Bobby Witt soon. So I really like him here in this matchup against Dallas Keuchel. Going on to shortstop, I have Corey Seager slotted in there. He'll be going up against Jake Odorizzi in Houston. Or sorry, they'll be playing uh, in Texas against Houston. Again, a guy who has had hit or miss success this year a little bit. Um, started off very strong, multi-hit games in all of his first three games. And now he has slowed down a little bit. However, I do like the matchup against Odorizzi. And I do like the $14 price tag against someone who is typically more of a 20 plus dollar player you get for $14 here. So I really like Seager with a good matchup. Uh, Andrew Vaughn, I have slotted in in my first outfield slot. And you can anticipate that he'll be getting a lot of starts going forward with Eloy Jimenez going on the shelf for a projected six to eight weeks. So Vaughn will be getting a lot more reps in the outfield and he may get some reps at first base as well. I like him here at $14. He's someone who has shown quite a bit of pop in his bat this year already so far with three home runs in only 12 games. Again, a good matchup against Lynch, who, if you know uh, who we're talking about here, Daniel Lynch, not a very impressive uh, start to the season so far. He wasn't terrible against Minnesota his last time out. But again, I like Andrew Fawn here. Let's move on to the next outfield slot. I have Franmil Reyes slotted in here. Someone who has hit a couple of home runs recently. He has had two games since the home runs where he didn't have a hit. It's okay. I like him here against the Angels. He is typically a guy who is a bit more streaky. So when he starts to get going with home runs, he'll tend to keep them going. Uh, I'm a sucker for handedness matchups. So I didn't phrase that great. But he's going up against Patrick Sandoval, a lefty. And I, I like that as a right-handed batter to have that perspective. A lot of my matchups tonight are going to be targeting the lefty-righty battles. Uh, and Franville Reyes, especially for $11, very cheap. Again, someone who can range from $16, uh, between you know $12 and $16, touching as high as $17. So I like getting him here for $11. Uh, and the last player of the night I have here spending a good amount of money on is Mike Trout. Now, Seiya Suzuki is also at the same price, so you could go Suzuki. I like the matchup here with Trout better as opposed to uh, Max Fried, who Suzuki will be matching up with. Trout will be matching up with Tristan McKenzie. And I think Tristan McKenzie is a very good pitcher, but I do like the matchup here. Uh, $24 for Trout. He has been really hot since coming off of the injured list. Multiple hits uh, in a couple of games, and he had a triple yesterday. Kind of an excuse me triple. I'm not sure if anybody saw that. Uh, a check swing triple down the right field line. Kind of entertaining to see from Trout there. But end of the day, he's going to be a guy who's going to contribute in points quite a bit nearly every night. So he's had one night this year where he didn't contribute anything. That was the second game of the season. Since coming off the IL, he's contributed seven points, 31, nine, and just shy of eight. So again, a bit of a range there between seven and 31, but that's pretty much what you can expect from him. I know it's wide, but you're going to be somewhere in that range most of the time with Trout. I like the matchup with McKenzie, so that's why I'm deploying him here. Uh, let's talk about some more value options. I talked about some different options at the pitcher slot. Uh, I'll give you some pivot options just in case one of you guys or one of the guys that I've suggested here sits uh, a quick player in the same kind of price range who I would feel comfortable switching to. Uh, Sean Murphy is the same price as he has Amani Grandal for $11, and he is going up against Rodon. 
but he is someone at that price who, you know, all Sean Murphy needs is to get a hold of one baseball, and then that is all you really need from him for fantasy on the night. I like him here at $11 as a nice little pivot option. Uh, not too much else that's really great, and this is a, a very common theme if you guys have listened to the first couple of episodes here. Catching, you don't have much to work with most nights. There are not a lot of great high-value catchers. There are a couple of them, your Sal Perez's, your Travis Darno's, your Will Smith's. Um, but for the most part, I'm going to be looking for guys like Grandall who are a little more discounted for one reason or another. So uh, he is my preferred play at catcher there. Unless there is some kind of sit or injury or what have you, he'll be the guy I'm going with. Uh, in terms of second base, I have Trevor Story there. But there are some decent options here. Cattell Marte is only $10. Jorge Polanco is only 13 Marcus Simeon only 14 And Simeon has started to come out of his slump. Uh, he's got hits in quite a few of the last games. He did have an 0-4 mixed in there. But he has been providing, especially in points leagues, uh, fairly consistently over the last week. So like what we've seen from Simeon. So he's a he's decent pivot there for just a dollar more expensive than Trevor Story. Uh, Bobby Witt I really like here for $10. But if for whatever reason he doesn't play or you have to make the switch... You know, there's not really many players that I'm too interested in. Justin Turner is a dollar more expensive uh, at 11. That's pretty much the only guy in that range who I'm really interested in. Luis Arias has potential to be interesting. It will be a lefty-lefty battle if he does get the start against Eduardo Rodriguez. So not something I'd really recommend. Uh, I expect Bobby Witt to get the start, and I would really recommend going with him there. Uh, Corey Seager, I have it short, and he's someone who has also bounced around a little bit between value and non-value. He's had a couple of zeros. He's had a couple of low-scoring point games here. I really like the matchup against Jake Odorizzi, and I think he is going to have a good night here. More of a gut feeling than a matchup thing, but I do like the righty-lefty with Odorizzi. If we're going um, to talk about anybody else, I'm not really too confident in the shortstop position tonight in that price range. Uh, for $14, Seager is a really good bargain. You have Carlos Correa cheaper at uh, $12, Adalberto Mondesi at 11 and Mondesi has really struggled. So I'm not going to be too interested in him there. That's pretty much it. Uh, Seager is definitely my preferred guy tonight. So if, I mean, Boba Shed is interesting at $16 as well. Uh, he did hit the grand slam last night. So another guy to keep an eye on. Uh, who will almost certainly get the start. But Corey Seager, I mean, there's not much doubt in my mind that Seager will get the start, and he's the guy I would prefer to go with tonight. Uh, in terms of the outfield, a little more value across the board can be had in terms of guys like Juan Soto for $19. Jordan Alvarez is also $19. Not a ton of value. I mean, you can go down and there are more value plays, but I just don't really feel too confident in them. Uh, Ramel Tapia has actually slow, quietly been very valuable for the Blue Jays. Uh, he's not going to be leading off most likely now with George Springer back, but he's someone who has provided decent fantasy points, uh, good points in five of the last six games. So an interesting value play there. Adam Duvall has struggled mightily to the tune of a 186 batting average and no home runs, but he might be a decent fill-in option for $12 here today. And again, these fill-ins are just pretty much in case one of the guys I've suggested maybe pulls something in warm-up or they don't get the start and you need to make a switch at the last second. That's why I give you a couple of alternative options. Although the guys that I do run through off the top, and I'll give you again before we head out here today, those are definitely my preferred guys. Uh, if you ran with our lineup from yesterday, you would have scored 121 points. Uh, sorry, 120.7 points. So 
definitely would have landed you somewhere into the money range on most contests. Maybe some contests you wouldn't have you wouldn't have scored in the green with 120. For the most part, you're going to be pretty safe there, and that's what we've done uh, fairly consistently this year. I know I'm a little bit newer on this program on this channel. Uh, I've been doing DFS stuff on my own channel throughout the season, and 13 out of 19 lineups this year have hit over 100 points. So we're feeling very confident in our DFS projecting so far this year. Really hope you guys will use these lineups. Uh, at least take some suggestions. Hit me on Twitter if you guys do use them or you're going to be using some of them. Uh, let me know the interest level here. I'll give you guys the Twitter handle once more. It's at JoeOrico99. That's at J-O-E-O-R-R-I-C-O-99. Quickly run through the names once more. We have Josiah Gray and Carlos Rodon as my preferred pitchers, while also saying that there are a lot of good options on the mound today. So don't be uh, too stuck with those two if you feel that you have a, a more of a gut instinct on somebody else. I have Yasmani Grandal as my catcher, Yuli Gurriel at first, Trevor Story at second, Bobby Witt Jr. at third, Corey Seager at short, and my outfield is Andrew Vaughn, Fran Mill Reyes, and Mike Trout. Guys, thank you for tuning in here. This has been the third edition of the third MLB edition of the DFS Today podcast. Uh, give us a listen. Give us a nice review down below if you like. Let me know uh, through Twitter or through your podcasting provider in the comment section if you guys are enjoying these so far, if there's anything else you'd like me to cover. Uh, if you are new to listening, I only cover Yahoo because I live in Ontario where we no longer have DraftKings and FanDuel. I know it's it's awful. And even on the Yahoo slates, uh, I can't enter the paid contest at the moment. They're still working out legal stuff here in Ontario. So for the time being, uh, my advice is only benefiting you guys, not myself. Hopefully that changes soon. But as of right now, uh, nothing I can do about it. Let me know if you guys are tailing these lineups. Let me know if you guys used them yesterday and were successful. Let me know going forward anything else you want to see on this channel or if you listen to my other show on that channel as well, anything else you'd like to see content-wise out of me. Guys, that will do it today. Thank you so much for tuning in, and we'll see you again tomorrow. Cheers. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.